Hey everyone, if you know me, you know I'm a super clean freak. This is Steph Palermo and I've got to tell you about an amazing cleaning product. These days, everyone is fed up with unnecessary chemicals and additives. Me too. So let me tell you about an all-in-one household product, Annie's Pure and Simple. I know what you're thinking. I was thinking it too. What about COVID? Rest easy, Annie has got you covered. Annie makes her products from natural ingredients that are proven to kill germs and viruses, including the COVID-19 virus. And they're surface friendly, as well as streak and smear free. And guess what else? It's safe for the kiddos and the pets. It's one cleaner for all your cleaning needs. Women owned and manufactured right here on the South Shore. Annie's Pure and Simple, change the way you clean. Available online at annie'spureandsimple.com and your local Whole Foods supermarket. This is the Just Steph Show. I'm your host, Steph Palermo, your Sicilian soul guide, bringing sexy back to Monday nights. Tune in every Monday night from 8 to 10 p.m. for weekly healings, soul readings, special guests, and tips to enhance your life by balancing body, mind, and heart. Make your Monday night sexy right here on WATD 95.9 with Just Steph. This is Steph Palermo, and it's the Just Steph Show. Everybody has two lives. The second one begins when you realize you only have one. We are second lifers. We're empty nesters, newly single, and those starting over. H3, your healthy, happy, hip years are just beginning. And I'm bringing sexy back to Monday Night Radio. You don't want to miss tonight and every Monday because I'm helping to transform your life one glorious day at a time. So before we get started, I just want everybody to settle in. Settle in. And I know all my friends are going, oh, she's nuts. But just settle in. Let's keep, let's get quiet. We're going to breathe in and out and you're going to know and I want you to whatever whether it's a laugh or a tear or something that moves your heart you're going to get exactly what you need from tonight's show you know this and I just want you to breathe and settle in because I have to settle too okay all right so what do you value what do you value you know that you what you what comes out of your mouth is what's in your heart. And here's the thing. The problem the problem is is we're addicted to stress. And and stress that stress that we have is such such a strong 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 emotion. It puts us in that survival mode that we're addicted to it. But it's time for you. You've sacrificed for everyone else. It's your turn. The clock is ticking. You're so done with the shallow BS. You love parts of your life, but there's more. Don't waste another moment trying to change everyone around you. They're not changing, but you can. So you've been fighting. What have you been fighting for? You're scrambling to regain what you have lost uh, in the previous couple of years, right? We had a crazy couple of years. You're digging out of the depression, out of uh, sort of not knowing what... Uh, what to do because we're all kind of in a weird spot after a couple of years of being sort of uh, locked down. You're clinging on to relationships that don't serve you or worse, drain you. 
crying over another love relation, relationship that bit the dust, dragging yourself through another day, week, month of that day job when all you dream about is making your side hustle, your full-time gig, or maybe just retiring altogether. You know, you're tuning, you're tuning out the voices in your head that tell you you are ugly, stupid, unsu- unsuccessful, not worth it, and you, you can't, you can never have it all. That you're a joke, that was a big one for me. Why bother? And nothing matters, especially you. So whatever it is that you're dealing with, how long are you gonna keep doing that? How long are you gonna be duking it out with yourself? Because that's who the enemy is, it's you. It's in your head. Haven't you fought the good fight? Aren't you tired of the uphill hike? Aren't you ready for more? More peace? More laughter? Breathing? Fun? True friendships? Real love? You're looking for your purpose and healthy relationships and great conversations. So call me, I'm here for you, 781-837-4900. We have an amazing show tonight and we have uh, amazing guests. We have Megan Marini, yay, Ju- uh, Julie Grimm and Annie Joyce are gonna be joining us and the Just Steph Rules of Dating and more. Be part of the show, call in for a healing soul reading or just to ask, or to ask Just Steph or any one of my guests, 781-837-4900, tell me what's going on in your life. I wanna hear from you. I love books that give a real glimpse into a culture while also imparting life lessons. There's not many books like this, and my favorite one that stayed with me, it's called It's Not Personal, Sunny, It's Business by Steph Palermo. In this book, Steph combines the pillars of Sicilian heritage with her own life experiences into a book that's truly going to transform the way you think about life and the way you think about work. Stop postponing living your best, most satisfying life and stop putting off thriving in your business. You can do both of those things right now. Just go to buystephsbook.com and order your copy today. You won't regret it. That's www.buystephsbook.com. See you there. This is Deb Bowman, and you're listening to The Just Steph Show. No, I'm here. Who doesn't need a healing? Everybody needs healing. So this is what I want you to do. I want anybody who's been dealing with um, people that have um, mistreated them or uh, they feel slighted, I want you to just tune in and, and just kind of get quiet. And I want I, I want to talk about and, and know that you're being healed. Know that you're being healed. And I'm just going to I'm just going to just put my hands out there and and offer you healing because everybody, everybody, everybody plays the fool sometimes and we all get hurt. So I, I invite all of the, uh, all of your spirit guides and our higher power, your inner being to surround you with healing, love and comfort. And I wanna talk about one, thi- one, 
quick thing when it comes to healing. You know, forgiveness is a big part of healing, um, forgiving people. But I want to. We don't often talk about the flip side of forgiveness, and that's saying sorry and asking for forgiveness, and how healing that is for you if you have to say you're sorry and eating a little crow sometimes because we have to do this if we want if we want to grow as people and to heal our lives and also to heal the relationships around us asking for forgiveness saying sorry see an apology without an offer of reparation is only half the job and sorry doesn't sometimes sorry just doesn't cut it you need to ask for more. And, and, you know, it's when you continue to do the same hurtful things over and over to someone in your life, when you are constantly unreliable, when you wreak havoc in the lives of people whose care was entrusted to you, sometimes sorry just doesn't cut it. And it's time to ask for forgiveness and how you can fix it or make it up to them. I'm sorry, will you forgive me? What can I do to make it, make it up to you? How about that? That's the flip side of forgiveness, asking for forgiveness. A lot of times we, f- we forget about that part. We always want everybody to say they're sorry to us. We always have to say, oh, we, we, we've got to forgive, we've got to forgive. But how about saying sorry and asking for forgiveness? That's a huge part of healing. And you grow as a person. And you have to realize that when people get right and they get healthy, they understand that when when you abuse people, you lose people. So if you'd like an on-air healing, email me at Steph at JustSteph.com. And of course, call us tonight. We want to hear from you. 781-837-4900. Ask us questions. And finally, finally, I have my, my friend, uh, my coach, um, or my guide. Uh, I don't know. My healer, uh, Megan Marini. Uh, Me- Megan is the founder of AMA Human Wellness. I love it. An integrative performance therapy center in Quincy. Her practice includes mind-body medicine, shamanic healing, and coaching. She helps her clients with physical ailments, emotional support, and building a vision for one's true potential. I've been working with Megan uh, since March, and uh, it came up for me that... Um, you know, oh, you you might have some underlying trauma and things going on in some blocks. And I said, and I just immediately uh, reached out to her. And ever since that uh, first uh, meeting, and I've had my ups and downs in in her office. We, uh, I I manifested this show. I mean, yeah. right? So welcome, Megan. Thanks for being here. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Yay. Thanks. Thanks for having me. And thanks for manifesting this. I know, right? right? You How did fun. it. I know. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, it's With so perfect help. for you. I, oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I love the radio. It's natural. It's fun. Na- total, total natural. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's a lot of fun. So it, tell us about your work. Tell us about your business. I, I mean, I, you know... I don't know. I just I just know that it's good for me, and yeah. So I'd like you to tell everybody about what you do. Yeah, yeah. So it depends on who walks in, right? Um, as far as what exactly we work on, it's really up to um, the person in the day. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are dealing with you know the the usual suspects: mm-hmm. depression, anxiety. Right. Well, maybe it's poor life choices, traumatic events that sort of cause a dent in the car. 
you know, yeah. after years of, of living. Right. We don't always clear the past, you know. So so one of the methods I use is is the trauma work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's somatic. It's, it's pretty progressive stuff, and it's pretty heavy duty. So it's a heavy lift if people have been doing a lot of um, talk therapy. It's... It's um, it's a great um, marriage to that. You know, if you haven't done any therapy, then I wouldn't jump in really to right. somatic trauma work. And then I do mind-body medicine. I'm partnering with some with a functional medicine team, which will be good. And then um, I do some other some other coaching, um, performance coaching, things like that. Well, you know what? I, I'd love for you to explain about uh, about the trauma from our childhood and how it's stored because people think that if they just talk about it it's gone yeah yeah i think talking about it helps us understand what's happened and make sense of it all because it can live as so much inner noise right like that unhappiness that we don't know where it comes from and it's good to talk but talk therapy um so basically trauma lives in the where the emotions the emotions are stored so it lives in the body in the autonomic nervous system and um speaking is it comes from a different place in the brain right it's about meaning making rumination understanding language that is not where trauma lives so so making that map of what happened is good for you as an adult to be like this is my past but it won't actually move the trauma out of the system and we really want to integrate it with the body so that's why the somatic path of going back in and letting letting the body kind of move through it and tell its story in a very different way it's not linear language at all it's it's bizarre almost how the narrative of the the body holds on to almost imagery comes up like a dream and you're almost hypnotized when you're when you're in the work you have to sort of let go a little and and let let the body lead the storytelling because it in essence we say it's sort of hell-bent on telling that story and that's precisely why we sort of reenact things like why do I keep dating terrible men or why do I keep you know drinking too much alcohol when I do all this self-love work and I read all the books and I do all the things it's like well if that's stored deep in your body you're going to have a pattern that you can't change logically even if you understand it from every angle right so I you know why why in the world would anybody want to just relive that trauma and, right. and bring it up? Yeah, reliving I, is a great I know word. why. Yeah. I'm yeah. asking you this because yeah. I want I want people to understand that. Yeah, yeah it could be. It, it, it you have to deal with it. But why would why would they want to do this? Right. I think the main feeling is that you you want to be free. You want to have that inner sanctuary. Right? It sounds cliche, but to find a place of peace inside. So typically, I mean, I have clients that have gone to therapy for 25 years, 12 years, 18 years, and they still have this feeling inside of, of unrest. Oh, I was in therapy for 100 years. Like, I, I Yeah, mean, I it's like, it's wonderful. Time. Like, there's yeah. no question. It's, right. it's um, you know, important work to be done, but it doesn't do that work. So... Um, Usually, the people that are very successful in the in the trauma work are are hungry. Like as soon as they know that I do it, they're like, "Get me in here! I've been doing so much talk, and it's in my body, and I know right. it is, right. and I can't access it." It's like the talk is at the top, right? In the in the deep bottom of the ocean is like that's where the information lives. You got to go deep in to get it out. It's like dark night of the soul stuff. It's right. an opportunity to go in and excavate those stories so they can kind of come out and be at peace. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, I think people get scared of that kind of stuff because they don't want to face it, but the best thing you sure, can do yeah. is to face it, clear it, and, and to be free. Well, I think it's not for everyone, and I think it's not now for everyone. Right. Like, if you've already got some turbulence in your life or some change, change in career, change in relationship, it's not a good time. But if you're very supported, everything's stable, and you're ready to do this work, and you want to do it, you want to clear the system, it's been the most transformative work out of all the therapies I've done since I was little. It is by far has been the most transformative for my feeling of wholeness within. And I tell you, I've searched. I've, you know, I lived in an ashram. (laughs) Like I've done a lot of work and nothing moved that piece inside the same way. And I do energy work too, right? I do energy work. I do, um, you know, shamanic journey and all these kind of really cool um, ways to heal with what we have. I call it human technology. We're designed to heal ourselves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I I know. I was. I'm. Um, I'm actually listening to uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza's uh, awesome. becoming becoming supernatural. Yeah. Good. And they he talked about the ANS, the the nervous, the autonomic nervous yes. system. Yeah. Yeah. He was talking about that. And so you know, I think people some they don't think beyond what's going on in their life. They just figure this this is happening and that's it. It's you know they don't understand that there's so much interaction between our subconscious, our bodies, our physical bodies, the spiritual world, and our environment. Mm. And there's such a connection there and people don't realize that. Well, I think that people, I think at some point we all sense something's wrong, right? You're like something's wrong and then you might try to do some things to to fix it. But I think what we're seeing too is this this sort of, a lot of people have just accepted being uncomfortable as a, almost like a new norm where it's... Well, they're desensitized. It's, this it's is so a, much that stress is now that it's like, no, this is just, I'm just going to let it be like this. And, and you know, it's funny because um, I, I think people don't realize until they're free, until they've been liberated, because I know I've had that feeling, you know, where it's, you're just lifted. And and so much is, has been, um, all that stuff that you had yeah. hanging on to the, the stress and, you know... I had a girlfriend say to me something about worry. I go, I don't worry. And she goes, I know that. How does that, how does that happen? I love it. You know, my sister's yeah. like, what do you mean you don't worry? <laughs> right. Well, don't worry. right, it's like a job that you're supposed right. to do, right? But I don't only- worry, I'm, I'm Sicilian. Right. You know, but the, yeah. that's Sicilian Americans, by the way. Right. So, yeah, no, I mean, all of that stuff and being liberated um, and, and making good choices for yourself and putting... You know, oh, what do you want to do? Oh, you know, if I say to Jimmy, what do we want to do? Let's feel it. What do we want to do? Let's think about it. Where do we want to be? Who do we want to be around? Yeah. You know, and and I wouldn't have had that wherewithal if had I not gone through all of the therapy and the and the book reading and the you know spiritual transformation coming to see you all of it. Yeah. You know. You yeah. Just, it's all part of it. I know. One of the biggest comments I get is. It's just what you said. It's something lifted. I just feel like myself again. You're free. Yeah, but that's what we're all supposed to feel like. Right. We're supposed to be operating at optimal. So I say people need a vision of a liberated life. Yeah, I love it. And 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 that's that life that's free of the shackles. You know. Yeah. Remember that song from was it the '70s? Shackles on my feet. It's a saying. <laughs> <laughs> my young producer won't know that song. 
<laughs> well, I have a book at home. Well, 1,001 songs you must listen to before you die, and 10,000 songs that you must download before you die. So it could be in there. There you go. I doubt it, but it's okay. <laughs> I doubt it. I'll challenge you on that. It's more real. I'm going to okay. challenge you. Yeah. Oh, oh my so gosh. Cute. Yeah, no. It's so, you know, I just, people are shackled. They're shackled, and they don't know it. They're just on a treadmill. Yeah, you know, and they mm -hmm. don't know. They haven't seen. They, they don't know the scenery. They're just seeing, you know, what's in front of them. Yeah, That's it. I mean, I think a lot of people are uncomfortable and unhappy. Yeah, now, and they're just not sure what to do about it. They don't, and, yeah. and and they're afraid to to make take the step. Yeah, I think it's really scary to to do the work. You don't know what it looks like. You don't know if you'll make it out on the other side. It's well, like, and the oh other gosh, part of it is too. It. Then the other people around you are going, "What are you doing?" You know, you can, they have a lot of that stuff, and then their own voice in their head telling them, "You know, don't bother." It's a lot, you know, whatever. Yeah. And they don't realize that, I, and I know this for myself, I worked hard enough that I would much rather have gone through what I went through and all this trauma and and be right here liberated. Yeah. Like, and happy, because at least the rest of these years, whatever they I have left. You got a lot left, yes. my lady. You got yep. a lot left, girl. Yep, 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 yep. All right, so we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, more Megan Marini.
you're back. All right, I pulled a grace card for all of you, and it's called, look at this. This is, It said self. Go within. When we invest more energy in developing our spiritual lives, the outer world begins to take care of itself. I, so, I just pulled it. I pulled it out of the middle. All right, that's amazing. All right, so do you guys have a copy of my book? My gosh, grab a copy, buystuffsbook.com. It's the best. I love it. It's a great book. I had so much fun writing it. So I hope you'll, you'll, uh, you'll read it and then send me an email. All right, this week's Soul Block is brought to you by Annie's Pure and Simple Clean Your House, Clean Your Soul, available at all Whole Food supermarkets. All right, so this week's soul block, and I think you're going to like this. This is this, what a soul block is for me: is those things that get in the way, getting in the way of our evolution, or our evolving, or our growing as people, and they actually get in, get in the way of our joy because anything that that stops our soul, because our soul is the driver supposedly, and the body is the car. But a lot of times we we do it vice versa. So this week's soul block is the Carmela Soprano effect. So this is what I call this is what I call it. It's the Carmela Soprano effect. And what it is is in the Soprano. If you watch the Sopranos, Tony was having an affair, and Carmela, Carmela, um, uh, Carmela had uh, she found out, so she was all mad at him. Well, he brought home a fur coat and everything was okay. Whoa. So just because somebody does something nice for you doesn't mean that they can mistreat you. You you can't allow that into your life. It's not a scale. It's not it's not like, okay, you were nice, so now you can be mean. You were you you paid the bills so you can be an abuser. You know, whatever it is, it's not a scale. So that's the Carmela Soprano effect. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's interesting. You know, because that yeah. people do but that. But I think I guess I see a lot of marriage as is almost like an agreement. So that it's like the person that would be like the abused in that I think you said, you know, somebody's abusing you. Um, that perhaps she's not abused, she's actually choosing to be in a relationship with that dynamic. And a lot of people have that idea, especially in Europe, I feel like, that people cheat on each other. So it's like everyone is participating in the dynamic and she has to take responsibility for her her role right. rather than being you know victimized no, and not that you're making her the victim in this right. but it's like um she got what she wanted because otherwise that wouldn't have been acceptable she would right. she would have bounced <laughs> you know what i mean well and, oh, well awesome. i think Thanks, i think this i think this happens in friendships i think yeah. you know you, you know i've walked away from friendships because I'm like, why am I? Why am I doing this? I left an you know, I left a bad marriage. Like, why would I do this with a girlfriend? Right. You know, because sometimes, right. you know, friendship. They think, okay, just because they're nice to you here, doesn't mean that they can mistreat you. Yeah. And you have to look at that. And I think it's, it, you know, people get 
sort of blindsided. Like w- when it's all over, they'll feel bad, and then all of a sudden something nice happens, and they forget and then, about. Yeah. And and then it keeps happening because well, that's I think that it's boundary. I think it's having poor boundaries. Yeah. Where you love the person so much that you're in that dynamic where you're like, I'll just accept the love, whatever whatever else they bring, right? Rather than when you get stronger and you're healthier, then your boundary's stronger. And you're like, hey, that doesn't feel good any longer. I need you to love me like this. Right. And then if they can't, then you're like, all right, well. I know, you and I have talked about this because, yeah. you know, especially when it comes to family, yeah. that's, it's tough. Yeah. Because you love them to death. Yeah. And, you know, and you're so, not going anywhere. Yeah, no. So it's like, you got to fi- figure out a way. Right. right, figure out a way. You have a little Teflon skin. Yeah. Right, yeah. And, just, and just love them as they are. Yeah. Love everybody, you know, just love them and, and be okay. Yeah, and back to what you were saying before about forgiveness. I mean, right. I ask my mother for forgiveness all the time. I'm like, please forgive me, Ma. Aww. Oh, my God, yeah. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fierce. I'm so fierce, you know? So, but you are too. Yeah, I think that, um, yeah, I, I, I can be. I can't be, I can't be rough if I, you know, you know, because I say it like well, it is. Well, just like a force, a force of nature, a force I of light. Like well, I yeah. have to say that that's, it, I've gotten, if I want, it's not worse, but I've gotten stronger because I, for a long time, I was kept down by, in my marriage. Yeah. And I wasn't the person that I, you know, that I want to be, right. that I want to be. Yeah. So it takes a long time. Okay. Oh, so you, we got a caller on. The, we got yeah, a caller. We got Michael. Michael's on the phone. Hey, hey, Michael. What's happening? Hey. Hey. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So th- this is my. This is the the boxer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Michael Hand Jr. So when's the next fight? Uh, my next fight is August sixth in um, Bridgewater. Oh, we, wow. we might have to go to that. Wow. Uh, who yeah. who, tell us who, about the fight. Who are you fighting? What's your weight class? Are you a welt- you're a welterweight? Um, I actually won the New England Championship at welterweight, but um, I since moved down to 140 pounds because I was able to make that weight um, wow. easier. Nice. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm making my campaign at uh, super lightweight. So, and, and um, who are you fighting? Do we care? Uh, are you going to kill him? Yeah, yeah. It does, honestly, it doesn't matter to me. I, uh, I'm they, they the opponent switched out a few times, so I'm just waiting on the. They, there's definitely a fight, so they're, right. they're definitely getting someone to fight. So right. I'm just kind of waiting around, but I'm in shape. I go to the gym every day, do my running, do my road work, and all that, and I'm I'm ready to go. I love it. Who doesn't love a boxer? Boxers are the best. <laughs> I love a good fight. Yeah. Right. So what? That, that's is, we're Italians. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. My friends fight in this yeah, week. Like, oh, yeah. So do you, what do you do for mindset work, Michael? Uh, mindset? Um, well, while I'm training, I just, uh, I mean, the whole boxing aspect is like, is like a, is like a good mindset. Like, cause you're like, let me try to explain this. So, uh, like high, like a high stress situation, you got to be calm basically. So everyone mm-hmm. thinks you got to go in there mad. Like you got to go in there with a, with a calm head right. and, um, yeah. So that's what the training's for is to go into chaotic kind of situations, people throwing punches at you and you get ready and you um come up with a strategy and you adapt and, and uh try to figure out your opponent and break him down and then either win a decision or you stop him in, in um in the round in any round. And do you, and do you and do you visualize? Do you visualize the fight beforehand or do you use any of that? 
Um, yeah, um, kind of for the most part. I know what. Uh, I mean, I got a lot of experience now. When I was when I was younger, I, I had to like try to try to go through the the steps of even walking into the ring or right. in the locker room or you know just to get over the nerves. But now I'm I'm like a I'm pretty seasoned, so I, it all kind of kind of comes second nature to me now. I love it. Well, listen, I wish you the very best. I know you, you know you're gonna TKO, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it, it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, we'll win the decision. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I, I I hope to be there at the at the. I hope to be there. I love I love a boxing boxing match. I love yeah. it. I love so it. It's, so it's um. So I have tickets. Um, if anyone wants to message me on Instagram or Facebook, it's Mike O'Han Jr. And then also at TicketLeap.com, you type in the event. Um, it's actually on my Instagram and Facebook, the website, and you just type in O-H-A-N, O-H-A-N and you get a ten percent discount. Oh, great! All right. Thank you. We'll All right, everyone. There. Yeah, we'll see you there. Good luck. Good luck, honey. Awesome. All right. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao, baby. Thanks for having me. All righty. Well, thank you. That was awesome. All right. So did you know I'm taking people to Sicily in September? I, well, I don't know if, I didn't know you were going again, but I saw it. Yes, 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 yes. So, you know, and and here's the thing. People don't realize, like, why would I go on a retreat? Or why would I, why would I do that? Uh, What, when I could just maybe work with you here. And here's the thing. Removing yourself from situations, taking yourself away from your normal routine, that treadmill that you're always on, getting off that treadmill, going to a whole new place, of course, that's paradise and filled with amazing food and people and wine and, and, and lots of fun. Uh, and you also are starting to, you'll change the way you think because you, you have to think differently when you're in a different space. So it's really an, it's an exercise in changing up your mindset and your and how you think and how you behave and you know what it's going to be this is a concierge retreat it's really just for you know maybe four people maybe four to six and it's really we're going to go with our field there's always going to be siesta we're going to be relaxing we're going to we're going to go to the outlets and there'll be one-on-one time with me and it's for anyone who is interested in deep transformations, leaving a, and leaving a legacy, and having a blast while, all while doing doing all the work. It'd be so much fun. So contact me at Steph at JustSteph.com. So we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, Julie Grimm, spiritual guide and healer, relationships teach us about ourselves. We I do my head toss, check my nails. If you need advice, let me simplify. If he don't love you in 
are back. Yay. I love that song. It's so fun. All right. So listen, call us. Call me. Call us. 781-837-4900. Ask us questions. You can ask me. You can ask Megan. And you can ask my next my featured guest, uh, Julie Grimm. And Julie is a spiritual guide and healer who supports people in creating their most intimate relationship with themselves. By coming to know yourself, your life begins to fall into place around you as the key to your success. And uh, she is um, in Newton, Mass. Yay. Hi, Julie. Welcome. I took a little trip down here. I've been enjoying it, listening to both of your accents. I'm definitely in the South Shore. I love it. Yay. I don't have an accent. Uh (laughs) I'm just kidding. I know. Me too. Well, I had it tough in in Georgia. Oh, I bet. In Georgia, they were, oh, every day. Where are you from? New York? Right. I know. Newton has no accent. No. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. But my my family's from the Midwest, so oh. that's why I have like kind of a Midwest, like that's a neutral, good. the neutral accent. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So let let's talk about uh, about the relationships and how they. Um, well, first, let's talk a little bit about you. Tell us about you know what led you to spirituality. Tell us a little bit about who you are, where you you know all of that. Yeah. So I'm so excited to be on this show today. Thank you so much for having me. I was listening in as I was driving down. Just love it. Such good content for people. So everybody tuning in, great show. Um, so I got into spirituality a little later in life. I was actually trained as a scientist. I have a background in science, but I had a spiritual awakening about eight years ago. Um, the awakening wasn't quite enough for me to dive off the deep end. What I, what I had was a relationship and I watched myself basically sabotage this relationship. It takes two to tango, so it wasn't just like a one and done, just me job. But I watched myself take something I love and kind of like crush it in the palm of my hand. And that's when I said, okay. I got some work to do. And I really dug in, I started meditating. And then, uh, you know, I, as our paths do, I found my own spiritual guide and my practice through the lineage of King Solomon, which is now what I study and teach. So I've been doing that about eight years now. And it's it's so big. I mean, this, the spiritual path, it's everything. It's all encompassing, it's purpose, it's joy, it's passion, it's meaning, and it's relationships. And so for me, I think that's just a big part of my own personal healing. So it's a part of um, my own practice and my own growth that I'm so passionate about and passionate about sharing with other people. Because I see so many people who struggle deeply in relationships. And of course, that is ultimately a reflection of your relationship with yourself. I love it. I lo- you know, I think people don't realize that we are spirit. We're spiritual beings. I mean, it does. You know, we all they focus on is that flesh, the flesh part of them themselves and and they don't remember that that's what's driving the you know driving the car so let's talk about relationships and how they they teach us because we talked about this yes how how can a relationship teach me about me like what 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 can i learn from being in relationships so i just i love it too because i always think about romantic relationships but we have so many relationships in life we have our romantic ones but we have our family those can sometimes be the biggest triggers Uh, i've heard the joke they're the biggest triggers because they installed the buttons so they know how to push them right uh you know of course we can have work relationships and then a recent story for me actually is my neighbor so my neighbor we don't really talk very much he's my upstairs neighbor you already know there's issues right because upstairs neighbor you feel like they're tap dancing at two in the morning you're like what are they doing anyway he doesn't shut the front door we have a front door leads into a hallway that one i'm on the first floor he's on the second floor 
And this ticked me off. And not just like a normal level of anger. I was triggered. Like I was in a full rage meltdown. And so, of course, I wrote him a little note like, please shut this door. Um, but I kind of reflected like, okay, Julie, what's really going on here? You're overreacting. I mean, there's a reaction that's normal, but you're going above and beyond that. And um, I discovered that actually there was like this deep anger. I didn't feel safe. There was a safety thing coming up for me. And uh, underneath that was like deep anger at men who hadn't made me feel safe or hadn't protected me in times when I needed to be protected. And so all of a sudden, first I was mad about a door and then I'm doing like deep forgiveness work about men in my life and I'm like what's happening but that's the the gift that we can get if we're willing to look um, from all different relationships from all different people that we meet in the day um, I teach a class called it's an empower thyself initiation into the spiritual lineage in which I study and after that we say your main uh, work is to understand your own negative ego through the reflection of other people so all day every day we're mirroring we're being each other's mirrors and I might have a blind spot especially if it's kind of painful, I probably don't want to see it. Like actively don't want to see it. I'm like, let's just hide it in the closet, shove it underneath the bed, whatever it is. Um, and then we have wonderful people like my neighbor, <laughs> but whatever opportunity it is, family is a huge one who will just show their little mirrors and they'll, they'll reflect something to us if we're willing to kind of see it that way. So um, again, it's not to say that uh, we're responsible for other people, but we can always begin to see, okay, what, what part am I playing within this and what's really going on um, more deeply in this relationship? I'm sure that you two both have stories that maybe are coming to mind too. Well, I, I, you know, I'm thinking like I really despise thinking that when I see when somebody is just awful, and I'm I, I hate that I go that it's right. supposed to be you, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm like, no, that's not me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know, I'm like, he should still shut the door. Right. It's not like right. I go it's forgive still right and, and wrong. Yeah. I know. Right. He still needs to shut yeah. that door because there's a reason that's like just respecting right, each other's personal problems. Right, but it's not his fault that somebody, was, some, somebody didn't take care of you back in the day. Right, the over and the above, right? right? It's that trigger. There's a normal level of whatever it's anger, sadness, shame, whatever that emotional response. And then there's the over and the above. And I think the over and the above is really, that's what's guiding us back to something that might be unresolved. And I mean, you were kind of talking about that as well with your somatic work. That's another really deep way that we can start to get to the issue, the bottom of some things that might have been tripping us up without us realizing it. So um, for the audience, how can they start to uh, understand you know what what they're learning in the relationships like what how do they start the process because obviously you you knew enough to go inside and yeah how can people start that so starting to become i mean awareness is i think the first step so you have to kind of be having your eyes open if you have an emotional response that seems excessive like that's not proportionate to what's happened i think there's a key there that there's probably there might be something in the present but there's probably also something in the past that's trying to get your attention because that's actually what it's happening it's trying to get your attention like hey i'm deeply unresolved like check me out um, it's not trying to interfere with your life, right? It's, it's an aspect of you that's trying to come to surface. Um, 
so that's a huge thing, awareness. The other way that we can sort of sneakily get out of having to take a look at ourselves is through blame, like blaming other people. So again, yeah, if you see a disgruntled, angry person, it's not like, oh, I need to take ownership. Right, we need to pay attention and take and not we don't have to be responsible for everything right but at the same time uh, if we find ourselves blaming other people I think that's always a really good cue there's maybe something within us that we kind of want to shove we're projecting it out we want to shove it away and and that's a lot of the shadow right because we all cast a shadow <laughs> we're human we're here in the physical we have good days we have bad days we have good parts of us we have parts you know it's not to say label it as bad but yeah. We simply do. We just have a shadow. So, you know, if we're starting to say, I don't want to own my shadow, I want to disown it, that's where mm -hmm. the blame can really come up. Um, and it's it's actually an opportunity to take responsibility because the shadow, sure, we want to clarify it. But the biggest thing, honestly, is just to kind of own it from the start. And actually, you were saying that, too, with the forgiveness exercise. That's a way that we own our mm -hmm. shadow right. is like, gee, <laughs> I kind of effed up this time right. I'm right. going to take ownership of that it's actually a huge space of empowerment you know if we're willing to and it's it's not easy at all that's why we run from it yeah you, you tend you know it's hard to you know I, I have to say though for me like I'd rather eat eat a little crow and ha keep a relationship that's just me yeah. I would much rather yeah. you know it depends I mean if the relationship is not a viable relationship I mean that's that's the other thing knowing when to sort of say okay you know what this is just way too much energy for me and you know it's draining me and it's taking time away from my you know wellness and maybe my the things that I want to do in my life and then you have to sometimes walk away from those relationships mm -hmm. and I think too when you you know when you start to get healthy sometimes those people will walk away from you mm -hmm. and that's a good thing God does the weeding yeah you know God will do pluck pluck you know sometimes yeah. the universe does for us sometimes what we won't do for ourselves mm. you know it's like also, you know I, if we were thinking about people as mirrors you can also get a little selfish that way too because people are people right <laughs> we want to respect them they're more than just a mirror they're a whole person right but if we wanted to think of them as a mirror too you know well do i want to look in a mirror that has a lot of distortion that's not going to be a good reflection for me every day i look at i wake up and i'm like hey mirror and the mirror is showing back all of these kind of their own issues right their own fragmentations like you know abusive being in an abusive relationship i don't need to stick around i don't need to look in that mirror and say that's the truth it's like ooh, there's some issues there i'm going to go find another mirror that will actually kind of hold me to integrity that will lift me up that will see my goodness see my beauty i know you talk about that all the time we want to be with somebody who sees our gift right. that like struck me right you want to be with somebody in their mirror you see wow i'm special i'm beautiful right so it's so not fun. yeah there's it's not like every part of the mirror is perfect right everybody yeah. is bringing their own stuff with them you know, I when I when I was getting my divorce, we had to go to a class for parents. You know, and it I heard the psychologist said this one thing that just stuck with me forever. He said, "People don't stay together because of how they feel about the other person. They stay together because of how they feel about themselves when they're with the other person." And that's what you're talking about the the gift. So it's very it's imp it's important, you know, to be around people that, you know, I always said. 
you know, we all have things that we're not good at, but why not focus on what we're good at? And it's the same in relationships, no? We, um, let's, let's uplift what, what's great about us so that those will continue to shine and grow, and then we can just forget about that. And whatever you're bad at, somebody else will fill that, you know. Yeah. You know, we're all cracked eggs. We're all cracked right? eggs. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know, so, so what is some of the key issues that you're seeing in your practice and, you know, the people that, you know, what they're, what they're struggling with and, and, and what you're doing yeah. with them? So, um, it's, it's really interesting. So the people that I've been working with, I work with women, but I've been working a lot recently with men actually. Um, and I know there's a, a whole like women at female empowerment movement that's going on, but it, Interestingly, I mean, it, there's also men who are disempowered and who have basically let women kind of run the show and, and run the game and haven't really stood up, haven't made space for themselves, haven't uh, stood their ground. And so I actually work a lot with um, men who are um, learning that they matter in their relationship because while we want, uh, you know, obviously it's hugely important now women are finding their own personal power men need space too and um so i i i've been working with a lot of guys and in their own mind um because of this bigger cultural narrative that's happening they almost undermine themselves they're like well i struggle in this but oh these women have had it so rough yada yada, yada. but they're not really seeing themselves within the relationship and they're not um asking to be seen within the relationship so i i deal a lot with men who um deserve more yeah well i mean it's true for all individuals don't you think yeah yeah i think it can go both ways yeah i had i ran a men's group for a couple years and um i've had many years where i mainly work primarily worked with men and it, it is interesting to see the dynamic i think of it as like the masculine and feminine balance within where we can all of us females or males can be out of balance where and it could be a simplistic way to think about it like yin yang but whatever it works it's ancient and we can sway masculine as females and then we're locked out of that beautiful feminine power that i believe is actually more powerful and for men if they don't have that balance and that strong masculine if they don't naturally have it for whatever reason they need to work on it right. because a woman if she's strong in her masculine she's going to run you over I, she's going to overpower them yeah. and that's yeah. not sexy yeah, no, it's I, not sexy for a woman yeah. she needs she needs the man to yeah, have that strong yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So, Julie, how can people come get to you know find you? You know. Yes. Well, call me up. My my website's www.juliegrim.com. That's two M's like the fairy tales. Mm -hmm. I do free consultations. I offer meditations, energy healing, energy work, and then spiritual intensive spiritual classes to help people alchemize themselves through their relationship with themselves. So it's hugely powerful and uh, it's just been such a lovely joy to be on the show today. Oh, I love having you. So you're on Facebook. You're every I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I don't hide. It's my name. My Instagram is Julie E. Grimm, um, so you can follow me there. That's probably the primary place where I post, right. but you can always email me, DM me, go on my website. I uh, do a little YouTube video, so you can check out some things there, all about dating and relationships, and uh, so much more. I love it. Thank you. We come back sometime? I would love to. I love my it. My pleasure. Yay. All right, so if you're ready to get your biz in front of over 100K peeps, email me at steph at juststeph.com. Next hour, 
We have the Just Jeff Rules of Dating, we, a weekly soul reading, Annie, Annie Joyce from Annie's Pure and Simple, and Second Lifer's Social Calendar. This is what y'all been waiting for. This is dating advice for second lifers, and it's the Just Steph Rules of Dating. So listen, this is what I want to talk about this week. And I know Megan's going to have a lot to say about this. And this is this is my quote. Self-love is the foundation of intimacy. Yeah, do you not agree? I, I mean, love it. Yeah, because yeah. you can't really understand how to be intimate with another person until you have that self-love and that self-care for yourself, right? So what do you think about that? Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I think that... What happens is is we're we're sort of desensitized. You know, we just we just don't we don't take good care of ourselves. And the fact that we even have to talk about self care means that there's a problem. And you know, when we start to love ourselves and we start to know our value, we we become sensitive to negative innuendos or things that are said to us or or the way we're treated, because because a lot of times now, and I and I'll say this: uh, back in 2010, a girlfriend of mine came to my house when I was married, and you know whatever she overheard or whatever was going on, she goes, "That's abuse," and I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about," and it didn't. It took me a long time to you know to take myself away from that kind of energy to start to understand that yeah, it was abuse. It was, you know, I was not being, I was being treated with contempt, actually. And so, uh, until, it wasn't until I started to really take good care of myself that I started to recognize when something, when I just felt off inside. And it's being aware. Our bodies will tell us. Yeah. Right? Our bodies will tell us when... uh, when things don't feel right, mm-hmm. you'll get a sick, stu- st- you know, feeling your your stomach, yeah, right, dry throat, you know, or if something's kind of weird, your hair still stands on end, you know, you you need to listen to your body, yeah. And I just didn't know why I just felt bad, yeah. You know, I just 
didn't feel good, you know? And sometimes it's us that's generating what I would call the poison. And sometimes it's the, the partner, right. right? And knowing that to be like, oh, I'm, you know, cantankerous or, right. you know, negative right, right now. And I'm ruining, you know, like you said, you know, picking up something that somebody said as really bad when it was innocuous. It was like, it didn't mean anything. And you just take it and run with it, right? Like I did that the other day. And I was like, oh my gosh, in hindsight, the next day when I was in a good mood, I was like, wow, it was just... I was poisonous that night. I was right. just like, I got really cranky. I was really tired. And I was like, I can't believe that he said that. And that must mean this and that and this. Right. And then the next day I was like, wow, I feel like a million bucks. And now I don't feel like that at all. And right. that seems like nothing, which is a very different example than yours, of course. But it's like, in your example, it's like the other person is, is poisonous, but that's ongoing. And I love what you said about feeling it in your body. Right. Because it really is... Um, we have to be able to listen to ourselves, especially in long-term relationships. Because... I don't know. Once you're in, you're you're tangled. Right. I know. It's like it's, listen, it's, like listen to your body and initially, right. right? Well, yeah. Start to do, you know, do it from the beginning. Yeah. Set, set the set the um the um the standard. Yeah. You know. And I remember when I I was out with a girlfriend of mine in Atlanta when both of us had just been divorced, and and I said, listen, I said our bar is so low because of what we've been what we've been uh, programmed to feel and, and believe a relationship is. And so when your bar is set that low, you think if someone just says, hi, hi, how are you? I'm like, oh my God, he's the best in the world. Right. You know, or if they're nice to you. I mean, you know, and it's funny because Jimmy and I talk about this all the time. It's like, oh, you're so nice. I'm like, it's normal. This is normal. You know, when you care about people and you just, yeah. you're a caring person, it's normal to say, oh, you know, to treat somebody with, um, you know, when you go and you think, okay, is this going to be good for you? Do you like this? Or you ask them questions? Are you feeling all of that? But the thing is, is it, until you start to really engage in, in extreme self-care, and that's not just going to the gym. It's saying no to things that don't serve you. It's removing yourself from situations that are going to uh, drain your energy or... Um, just make you feel bad mm -hmm. and it, it you know it's it's listening to all, I feel like all the signs too a friend of mine was mentioning um that she was with someone for a while and she didn't like his smell she never liked his smell over like 12 years or something right so um the chemistry's off right so it's yeah, like listening that's to big. things like that and then just thinking of like you know someone like Ray Dalio and third level consequences right where you're instead of just thinking like oh if I go to the gym I'm going to be healthier um you know tonight I'm going to feel better tonight but also like 20 years from now I'm going right. to be healthier because I, these this is my behavior pattern so like looking at long-term effects of our decisions. Sometimes right. we don't think of that stuff in relationships. Like, no. where do we align? Well, cause you I could, wish Julie was here still, right? It's right. like, where do you align on deep values and how is that going to show up 10, 15 Well, a 50 lot of years. times it's what feels good right now. Yeah, you I don't know, think people, right now. Yeah, like you look good next to me in photos. Like, yeah. I don't know, really. I don't mean to say that. <laughs> I, I don't know if people, that's how people think about it. But like, I don't know. Sometimes I felt that sort of strangeness. Like, 
celebrating other people's love. Sometimes I'm like, is this love or is it? does it feel like it's sort of um, the thing on the shelf? Like if you've ever felt like that, someone wanted you to just be their arm candy or anything like that sort of feeling where someone wants you just to be something for them. It's not you're like your whole being is celebrated and you can be yourself. It's like, no, I want you to fit this role for me, sweetheart. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, for me, it was always like, you know, I'm Caroline in the TV set, you know, I'm the light. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so like I get all that, you know, I've get those people that would, um, they just drain the light out of me. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the energy yeah. suckers. Yeah. And then when the light goes out and I say, I need something, and then they're like, no, I'm out of here. No way the, to be found. The, yeah. Yeah. Except for Jimmy. Yeah. No, you, <laughs> found, you found your, your yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we're lucky. I found my one as yeah. well. Like he's, he's a giver. But, you know, it took me to sort of separate and, and, and be alone and to really self... When I tell you self-care, like, I don't do what I don't want to want. I, 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 if I don't want to do something, yeah. I, I really don't. I mean, it depends. I mean, sometimes, sometimes have, you know, sometimes I we get... We have to it, muster it up you sometimes. Know, I love my mom. Like, you know, yeah. all right, mom, I'll take you to the hospital, get your pre, pre-op testing, you know, whatever. It's not that, you know, you, you do it. You do things that, you know, even if you have stuff to do. But I'm talking about, like... A, sacrificing my energy just to be around people yeah and not i'm not doing it yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not doing but don't it. you feel like people that really love you and accept you as you are will just respect that and and people yeah. that kind of want something else from you like the same thing like i want you to be a number at my event or you're gonna look cute in your red out i know you're gonna wear red stuff right. comes in whether you know yeah. red or yeah. tiger pattern or whatever yeah. i want that energy at my event if you don't come i'm mad I feel like when people aren't getting what they want, they get mad for that kind of th- over that yeah, type well, of thing. Where other people that are truly unconditional and really love you for who you are, are like I respect that. Well, and here's what I would say about that: they have to be okay in their own skin too. Yeah. Because they have to know, well, this really isn't about me. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's not personal. Yeah. And it's if they want personal, what's best for you, they're going to be like, protect your energy. Yeah. And 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 here's the thing: it you know, with self love, we. We have to be sensitive to what we allow into our lives, what we, you know, sensitive to, you know, how we're treated and, and how we treat people. Because sometimes, like you said, you know, they're just giving back to us what we're putting out. You know, if we're not, you know, we can be a little bit insensitive sometimes. Yeah. Um, and But, you know, you want to set the ground rules. with, And the only way to set the ground rules and, or set... You know, be the, you know, be the pace car, is to engage in the in, in extreme self care, so that when you are in a relationship, in a loving relationship, or when you do meet somebody or you start dating them, it's already a given, and you can discuss these things in ways that you know it's sort of part of the conversation. Like, oh yeah, no, I love you know this is what I do. No, I I no, I don't really like to do things that you know, drain my energy or whatever you would talk about, like, you know, just mm-hmm. a normal conversation. And it sort of sets the tone for the relationship because then if you're really engaged in self-love and self-care, when things are not right, you'll be sensitive to it mm-hmm. instead of, you know... So do you think that self-care sometimes can be too selfish? Never. Never. I don't, I never, yeah. I don't think that. Yeah. I think, I think, um, you know, self, you know, self-care is actually a way of giving 
to other people. I mean, you can't, you're, you're giving authentic, you can give authentically when you fill up. On, it's like, you know, okay, we all say it, put the, your own oxygen mask on first. Yep. But it's not just that. It's when we step back from things and we don't engage in activities or we're not with people that, uh, that actually bring value to us, because we know what we bring, we bring value to them. When we do that, we're teaching people how to treat us and we're teaching people sort of a lesson on life. Yeah. So by being true to ourselves yeah. and engaging in that self-care, you, you, can, you teach people. You teach people how to, we train people. Yeah. We train people how to, how to treat us. Yeah. We train people. Um, and then we also sort of being an, exa- an example. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we're supposed to do. We, we don't, we're not gonna change anybody, but we can be an example. Yeah of that self-love and self-care so that they can say, hmm, mm-hmm. some people will, will go, who does she think she is? Yeah, but, but that's always gonna But happen. the people who have a vision of a liberated life will look at that and say, hmm, I think I'm gonna start do- doing some of that stuff. Yeah, I love it. I have one um, exercise that I have some of my clients do when, they, when they're working on that. They, re- they write a love letter um, to the world, how you can love me. So you just write out, like, this is how I want to be loved. And you don't have to share it with everyone, but right. you know what you wrote. And sometimes you might share it with someone. Right. And just because I think sometimes we need to come with this instructions. This is a good exercise. We, yeah. So sometimes I feel like we need to come with instructions because we're all so unique. You know, there's the love languages and, and things like that, but it's, it's even more nuanced than that. So this, this is, you're saying write a love letter. You write it write and you it. say, this is how I want to be this loved want, by the this world. This is everybody's homework this by week. By my friends. This is how I want to be celebrated in my love life with my family. Okay, so school, career, next, week, next week, I want everybody to call in <laughs> and tell us about, you know, how they want to be loved. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a good be, exercise, it's right? It's a great, it's a great yeah, exercise. Yeah, I think it's nice. I like, think I want to write It's our that. instructions. I, I, I come with it. instructions. I love <laughs> it. So, all righty. So take a risk, be vulnerable, share your heart and love always. And your soul is restless until you live your purpose. And here is this week's soul reading. So um, I don't have anybody to read read their soul, but this is what I want to do. I want to talk about everybody's soul because I think this is important because this goes across the board. There's some things I, I'm very much concierge, much like Megan when I when I work with with clients. It's all about what what they have going on. However, there are some basic things across the board that we can sort of bring right bring to different people. I mean some of the same things. I mean, I don't know if you agree, yeah. but I want to talk about this because I wrote this um, in my journal back a couple of years ago. And it's it, one way to soothe your soul is to become like a child. Mm. And here's, and not being childish, but become like a child, childlike. Children are not worried about what other people think. They're free to express their emotions, whether that is happy, sad, angry, or laughing. They express their feelings appropriately according to how they feel because they haven't been tainted. 
I'm talking about kids younger than eight years old. Uh, they they don't laugh when they feel bad, you know, because we do that as adults, right? We we when we um, we when we feel bad, sometimes we laugh because we, we're trying to brush it off, and they don't try to mask their feelings like uh, like we've done as adults. They don't care who's watching when they act goofy, dance around. I don't know about you, but like at Christmas, we, me and my cousins, we would just do a dance, you know, for everybody. We would like, yeah. you know, get the music going. We'd so cool. just do a dance. And, um, and you know, and we loved it. And we would, you know, we would sing and my grandfather would say, oh, they're, they're movie stars, <laughs> you know. So, uh, and, and you know what's great about kids? They wake up in the morning with a zest for life. And they don't want to go to sleep at night for fear of missing out. See, we're always trying to go to sleep. Like, let me go to sleep. Let me get, let, I want to escape this life. Children are not afraid of rejection because they don't know it. And they're just enjoying life. And you know what? They, their fear is what's, you know, the, the fear that they do have is appropriate. You know, they, they're afraid when somebody's mean to them and they don't like it. We, we accept that. We accept that treatment. They're afraid of the dark. We like the dark because the light blinds us. We want to stay in the dark. And they fear being alone. We always want to isolate. A lot of times we want to isolate. So, I mean, do you have any, what do you think about that? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, the, yeah. you know, become like a child. It's, you know, it's not childish, it's childlike. Yeah. And that will definitely uh, soothe, uh, soothe your soul. You know, yeah. you know. Remember what it was like when you used to laugh into like the the milk would come out of your nose. You know, right, right, laughing right. with your cousins, yeah. or you'd be, you know, we'd be, you know, on the swings and you know, doing, you know, yeah. trying to go higher and whatever, and and uh, all of and laughing till it hurt. Yeah, people don't do that anymore. I do. I love it. You gotta find. I feel like you have to find people that are still free. Yeah. Why, like I used to think. When I was in college, I was like, um, I was a little bit older when I went to college, and I was, I, I was like, oh, I have to stay wild. I was like, I have to be like a wild flower kind of person, because my mom was an herbalist, and always right. in, we were always outside, and I was very, it was very clear to me that I didn't want to end up sort of domestic, right? And like, oh, I just like cook and I clean and. I, Da, 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 da. I was like, oh, I have to be a wild creature. Right. And I think that that, I remember saying that to someone on like the business scene and they right. they looked at me like, whoa, get away from this one. And I was like, oh, that's not going to work out in Boston. I can't use that that language. But for me, it works. It's like, and I still now can even see because I finally decided I must mature about maybe seven years ago. I said, well, God, time's ticking and I better mature myself because I was felt still so wild. And now I'm sort of like, all right, behave. Invest, Why? Invest. Be an adult. Because I had to try to adult. And it's good. <laughs> like I had to kind of reel it in a little, right? So I reeled it in. But now when you're saying this, it's so profound to me because it is, I can feel myself some some places where I could laugh 10 times louder or right. be more more friendly like I used to be even. But like we get sort of like, mm, maybe I won't. That can go bad sometimes, right? Where it's like when we used to just run up to people, I used to be like, oh my God, hug See, everyone. I've gotten wilder as I got, as I got, you know, when I got as divorced. Got, yeah. yeah. Well, you, yeah, that's was, great I was, too. I was yeah. like, you know, talk about shackles, man. Yeah. Yeah. You needed so. to free, free yourself. And then I met Jimmy. <laughs> and he's like, let's go. Yeah. Say, are you coming with it. me? You know, it's like you know. And you get you have to be. We're gonna tiptoe through the tulips, baby. 
That's what we're doing. Yeah. You know, it's it's all fun. And you know what? It's it's I love it. I you know, my family looks at me like I get the eye rolls like, oh, she's Looney Tunes. She's going back to Sicily again. What's wrong with her? You know, like, yeah, you that's amazing. Well, I told you, my mother said, don't you you need to settle down. Like, what do you what does that mean, mom? Am I going to watch Judge Judy? (laughs) What does that mean? Like, I'm not I'm not. What does settling down mean? I'm not settling. What does that mean? It's breathing. You know, I talk about this all the time. You know, um, you know, what is settled? Settled, you know, settled is what well, sounds so uncomfortable to me. I don't know. Oh, it's you know, like it's like shackled, man. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, um, I, w- w- I used a word with you when we were in session. Um, I yoked. Can, yeah. Yoked. Yeah. I felt yoked, yoked, yeah. you know? And so, yeah. So like, that's like an animal. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you, you know, have, and they, Contained. you're being, you're being, yeah, you're being st- steered where you want to go yeah Yeah, i don't know i'm not doing that yeah no i'm just going i'm doing what i want good that's it so i'm gonna be a child i love it i'm gonna be a child yeah and just go for the laughter oh my gosh laughter is the best yeah laughter is the best it's the best medicine isaiah and i that's all we do that's that like after like three four days i I leave and i'm like all we did was laugh i'm like we're such maniacs i love it it's so good it's like i love laughing that's the best it's medicine yeah, Jimmy's the best. He makes me laugh. Yeah, I think... Actually, though, I'm crazy. People have cured themselves from type 4, uh, I mean, stage 4, type 4. Type 4, I don't know what that is, but stage 4 cancer laughing. Yeah, that's Through laughter. Yeah. yeah, imagine, I mean, I think you can make your skin look more beautiful. You can become more magnetic. Yeah. You know? You, yeah, I think it's medicine. Absolutely. I agree. So if you want an online soul reading or just a regular soul reading with me, email me at Steph at JustSteph.com. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we have Annie Joyce from Annie's Pure and Simple. Hey, everyone. If you know me, you know I'm a super clean freak. This is Steph Palermo, and I've got to tell you about an amazing cleaning product. These days, everyone is fed up with unnecessary chemicals and additives. Me too. So let me tell you about an all-in-one household product, Annie's Pure and Simple. I know what you're thinking. I was thinking it too. What about COVID? Rest easy, Annie has got you covered. Annie makes her products from natural ingredients that are proven to kill germs and viruses, including the COVID-19 virus. And they're surface friendly, as well as streak and smear free. And guess what else? It's safe for the kiddos and the pets. It's one cleaner for all your cleaning needs. Women owned and manufactured right here on the South Shore. Annie's Pure and Simple. Change the way you clean. Available online at annie'spureandsimple.com and your local Whole Foods supermarket.
Trites from Hungry Hill, Springfield, Massachusetts, and you guys are listening to the Just Steph Show. All right, I'm back. We're back. Call me, 781-837-4900. Ask questions. You can ask me, ask Megan, ask Annie, because now we have our other second featured business, Annie Joyce from Annie's Pure and Simple, a mom, grandma, entrepreneur, and best of all, a cleaning and domestic arts expert. Annie is passionate about protecting you and the planet from harm, from the harmful effects of commercial cleaning products. When she started running her professional house cleaning business more than 20 years ago, she never planned to start a cleaning product company one day. So she's an inventor. But when Annie got terribly sick from the constant use of commercial cleaning products to the point that she couldn't work, she knew it was time to change the way she cleaned and stop exposing herself to toxic cleaners. That's when she decided to start making her own cleaning products using her grandmother's secret recipe. So for people like her who care about the products they use and their effects, she carried out hundreds of experiment and tests to find the perfect natural cleaning formula that that'll leave your home sparkling clean with an amazing smell and at the same time have no adverse effects on you or the environment. Welcome, Annie. Yay. Thank you. So happy to be here. You know what? You know what's exciting? I you were on WBZ. So but you know yes. what? That I was found I found too. you first. <laughs> you did find me first. You yeah. did find me first. And there then the go. Patriot Ledger found me. And I know, right? WBZ found me. Yeah. I, I think that's yes. awesome. So tell us why. So we know why you, why you, like, how did you get, like, sort of the wherewithal to, to do this? Well, I had the cleaning business that mm -hmm. I started over 25 years ago. And I was using all the toxic cleaners in my hands had a oh, terrible rash and eczema and breathing from using uh, like uh, Clorox right. cleanup and 
ammonia and all those terrible things that you inhale. And I decided there has to be a better way of cleaning. And my grandmother immigrated here in 1917, and she worked in uh, domestic um, service. Mm-hmm. So she actually used to clean with vinegar, and I thought, wow, you know, I'm going to come up with a way to get rid of the smell of vinegar, but still be able to use all of its strength and um, the way it cuts through bacteria and viruses, mm-hmm. as well as keeps everything nice and clean and shiny. So I just basically took her small recipe and enhanced on it. I do. I wanted. This is a little aside. So when my second child was he was like 18 months old he was in we were in the hospital with him he had he had asthma and i they showed me how to use the nebulizer and Mm -hmm. all of that and i had to clean the parts in vinegar right my son also had asthma and we had to do the same thing with the nebulizer so i mean so you know it kills germs because the hospital wouldn't tell Mm -hmm. you yes or maybe they would i don't know but vinegar (laughs) has been around for thousands of years. Oh, I love it. I have it as a cleaner. Yeah. 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 It's it's really a wonderful product, but it's um, big companies are not going to use it because it's expensive to buy and they want to use something that has uh, chemicals in it. Right. That will kill germs, such as the Clorox cleanup and um, all of the fabuloso simple green. I mean, Mr. Clean all of that it's all toxic and it's bad for you to use and we're all living in in these houses now that are all closed in and you know a lot of people don't open their windows or especially this week everyone's using air conditioning and when you're spraying your counters or cleaning your bathroom and you're using something that's toxic you're breathing all of that in over and over and over again so you want to use something that's good to breathe in, and that's vinegar. So um, tell me about how the, like, really disinfecting, you know, like the COVID and all that, because I know that people think that if it doesn't smell like bleach, it's not really, right, right. it's not really cleaning. Right, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, well, we knew that vinegar always killed bacteria and viruses, and that way people have used it for, you know, thousands of years. But uh, we did have it tested um, uh, quite a few times uh, to prove to um, the stores that we're in, the distributors, that we have actual certification that, um, you know, tells people that, you know, it is. And you're local. We're local. We're in Abington. I live in South Weymouth, and we manufacture it in Abington. So, yep. And, and we're in um, the Whole Foods right up the street. Women owned. Women owned. Yay. All women work there except for my son. Nice. Nice. <laughs> the Aww. protection manager. That must be so good for him, though. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, if it wasn't for him, uh, there wouldn't be a product. He works on it every day. Uh, yeah. He does everything. Yeah. Wouldn't be here without him. Yeah. Pretty amazing. How yes. does one go about, like, just manufacturing a product. Yeah, I always worry, you know, I'm always in awe of that. Like, oh, I started a skincare line. Yeah. Yeah. I always wonder about that, too, with skincare products. Right. Well, this, at the very beginning, I just started with the vinegar, and I just started adding water. Right. But I couldn't stand the smell. Right. And people don't like the smell of vinegar. Yeah. It smells like a salad. cleaning with vinegar, yes. So I said, there's got to be a better way. So I started to buy little bottles of peppermint essential oil 
And at the time, my son was living uh, someplace else. I don't know where, but um, I forget. And he actually helped perfect the scent. And then we moved on to lemon. And then we moved on. So he's actually the chemist behind all of this. And um, he figured out so many, so much, so, so many ounces. Um, we make it in, uh, you know, it, it really is a, a, a real process of learning. You know, what kind of bottles to use. We only wanted to use recycled bottles that were made in the USA. Um, nice. The blue is protective um, of the essential oils. Mm-hmm. So right. um, yeah. they don't all, you know, dissipate. Yeah. And uh, the triggers, I mean, there's a lot that goes into actually the physical part of the product. That's our third label. Um, and then getting, going out and actually doing the salesmanship in trying right. to get stores to take you in. And then a distributor that will actually do the, um, that piece. you know. Right. And it has to be hard uh, to get people to switch switch up, you know, when they, you know. It's so hard. It's, it's like it, anything else. It's really hard. It's hard. Yeah. You just have to keep, you know. I oh, A little saying I always use is, you know, you don't need a sledgehammer. You know, a hammer will do. Yeah. You, you know, you don't need these big chemicals to clean. There's just the simple act of taking a cloth and rubbing it on a counter will take viruses off. That's what I said. Yeah. You, I said, there's no rubbing. way. Right? Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I, you know, I remember talking to my, my one of my girlfriends about, you know, this is where we talk about food and cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Italian, are you Italian? You? Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I think the piece is what I'm feeling so so strongly. It's it's such an exciting product line, and you're such a fabulous person. And the family oh, piece is so, so cool. But I think the education piece around like just the the subtlety of the endocrine system and the chemical balance. So I do mind body medicine, and we have a functional medicine component. Um, but it's it's really subtle. So even just like eyeliner, will mm-hmm. will send the the hormones off kilter and if we're doing that i don't know you probably know the numbers there's something like 268 different chemicals that a female puts on her body in one day yes. given all the makeup mm-hmm. the hair products all the stuff i use coconut oil for so then yeah we just end up with a lot of issues and lipstick cleaning eyeliners. stuff is huge because it i mean yeah it's all getting in our skin and then it's getting in the pets you know the 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 animals that you have and in your the, house, the kids, the kids. Well, why? Do, why is so many people now born with allergies? I mean, I think that it's all this toxic. I think it's overload. all the toxins. Because then it goes right into in the, the water air. as well, and then our water, you know, recycles. Yeah. Unfortunately, like it all recycles. Right. And this, and all of the chemicals are not pulled out, nor are the pharmaceuticals. It's and wild. we use filtered water, right? And um, organic vinegar. Because or- vinegar is um, can be petroleum based, so you don't want to buy your vinegar at like Target or Walmart. I feel like this is so high end. I feel like you've put all this love into each. We, I, I really do love the product. I, yeah. I use it all the time, uh, every day, all day, and um, it comes in that 32 ounce you can order online. But we have the 16 ounces that are sold in the stores. Do you? Um, you can do like mirrors with that. 24 uses anything you can clean it with basically anything I'm so excited 
I'm so excited. I'm just, I'm done. Can you clean up your language if you, you know, can I know, right? <laughs> just spray your mouth. You, can't you, know, spray your kids, mouth. you know when the kids are bad? Your mouth. You know, my mother's going, well, I'm going to wash your mouth out with soap. I'm going to wash your mouth out with pure and simple. It won't really right. hurt. It won't hurt you. <laughs> you right. might like it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right. You could have a little vodka to that. You might like it. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. Well, you know, even like you said about the stuff that we put on, on, your, yeah. on your skin, you know, if you can, if you can, if it's healthy to eat, then it's good. It's okay to put on your skin. That's why. I mean, I use oh, yeah. like I don't use. I don't like perfumey stuff. Yeah. You know, except for my perfume. But, <laughs> but no, I get it. You know, so okay. So let's talk about what what it, you, you can do. Mirrors, windows. Yeah. Uh, mirrors, windows, countertops, uh, stainless steel, glass toast stove tops, oh. wood, um, tile. Toilets, uh, sinks, faucets, um, floors. You can use a quarter of a cup with some warm water. Put that in and um, with a mop and a bucket. Um, nice. You can also clean fruits and vegetables with it. With uh, I, I buy wow. a separate thing for that. Right, and that's probably eight ninety nine, right? Uh, what I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. I'm terrible uh, like that. Yes, and so uh, on our um, Instagram page, we have a lot of things th that you can use and what you can do. And that's just Annie's Pure and Simple um, on Instagram and Facebook. I love it. I yeah. love it. That's great. That's great. So, okay, how can people find you? Well, you can um, find us at um, just annie'spureandsimple.com and you can find us in Whole Foods and we also have our website has all a listing of the small stores that we're in locally. Great. So yeah. yeah. So if you if you're not you know local to here, but is it in Whole Foods? It's Whole Foods locally. It's Whole Foods throughout New England. Throughout New England. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. And we're also in the Mid Atlantic as well. We're in 300 stores. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And we started in our garage in the kitchen. I love it. That's <laughs> awesome. That's such a great girl story. power. I love it. Yeah. And who does? I love clean. Clean's important. Yeah. I do a whole thing on clutter. I can't stand it. Clean with clean, you know? Yeah, I love Change that. Change the way you clean. I'm so excited to have only one one bottle in my house. No, well, no, I, I get, you can give one, and then you could take the other three. Okay. All right, yeah. well, I get three. That's it. I'm so excited, because <laughs> now I, I, I can get rid of everything else. Yes. Get rid of everything under your sink. I know, and I have more in the closet. And don't put it in the trash. You need to wait for uh, either bring it to like your DPW or one of those places, especially if you're using any of those Clorox um, toilet bowl cleaners or Vanish. They're okay. all toxic. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Andy. Will you come back sometime? Yes, Maybe absolutely. Maybe with some cleaning Steph. tips. Oh, right? I've got a million. All right. Great. Thank all right. You. So if you're ready to get your biz in front of 100K peeps, email me at Steph at JustSteph.com. We're taking a short break. When we come back, your social 411. Tonight, I'm gonna have myself a real good time. I feel alive. And the world turn it inside out. Yeah. Floating around in ecstasy. So don't stop me now. Good time, having a good time, shooting style, even 
You, we're back, and you wanted to know where to go this weekend, and you've been waiting for your social 411. Okay, so what did you guys do this weekend? Did you do anything fun? Me? Yeah. Oh, yes. Um... I just got did back. Did you from, clean? Uh, <laughs> I actually didn't. Uh, we just got back from Mohegan Island. Oh, up in nice. Maine. Nice. Oh, oh yes. that's right. You were there. Yes. Nice. It was great. What, I was in Maine too. I was up in Acadia and in, in Brooklyn, Maine. Nice. And then Conway before, before that. We beautiful. hiked Mount Shakora. Oh, yeah, I saw that you were hiking all yeah, over the place. It was a place. six hour hike. But okay. it was beautiful. We we spread his mom's ashes and it was really, oh, it was so that's special nice. and beautiful. That's nice. Yeah, I, and I, a gnarly hike for me. For me. Th- that's nice. I, I'm only hiking if there's a five star at the top. Yeah, right. That's like, it. where's the drinks? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, okay. So, um, here's what I did. You know, here's what I did. I went to a few places. So uh, last Tuesday, I I ended up at Tresca again. And Tresca's amazing. The food is just so good. Um, Say hi to Richie. If you go, tell him just Steph sent you. Um, And uh, then we stopped at Preza for a little cocktail. That was fun. And on Thursday, we stopped at Mastro's in the seaport for a cocktail and a little salad. Uh, That was nice. It was a really great atmosphere. They had some live music there and headed to Alba in Quincy for uh, the rooftop. And yeah, there was some meetup group there. And so we went to, you know, there's a bunch of folks from the St. Joseph Society uh, that Jimmy and I belong to. So we went there to kind of socialize and, and, uh, and meet a few folks and talk about the show and all of that. Friday, I went to Victory Point in, uh, in uh, Marina Bay. So that was fun. It was good. The food was great. Marina's Bay is so nice. Yeah, it's pretty. Right? It's. Yeah. I mean, th- you I feel like, so, so yeah. for me, I felt like I was in, Um. you know, like, it looked like, reminded me of like South Carolina where you go like at Hilton Head where yeah. they have the night, all the boats and everything. Real pretty. Beautiful. And then we headed to Precinct 10 for a cocktail and uh, the music was awesome. It was really fun. And then uh, the rest of the weekend, we just kind of uh, relaxed. I was just so tired on Sunday. I just... You know, well, I, I was can working. See why you were so tired? But you know what, I was working. You know, I was working, <laughs> and then Saturday, you know, Saturday night we had a, you know, graduation party. So anyway, uh, this coming weekend, oh my gosh, we're going to um, what's that scream? We're going to some scream thing, like some scary night at um, in uh, in Salem. I can't remember. It's 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 uh. Well, I'll tell you all about it next week. It's on Friday, and then Saturday night. This is important for um, you guys because uh, the St. Joseph's. Uh, procession is on Sunday and we have our we're doing all of our stuff so Saturday night we're going to be in the North End doing our um, you know all the stuff for our club and uh, and then on Sunday we have our procession uh, where we take the saint around to visit the other saints in 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 the North End and it's it's these are traditions that came from Sicily so um, okay here's what's going on Vincent's nightclub for all of you old school people is closing in what? September. Wow. How sad is that? I think they should have a Vincent's reunion, and if they do, we want to go, right, Jimmy? Jimmy's going to wear his polyesters, <laughs> right? No, Jimmy, he's going to wear the pant with the belt, the belt. I used to have a full orange polyester, right? 
Oh, right. but I would wear to like access. So it, I, I do want to tell you, it's feast, it's feast season. We call it feast season, which means the feasts are coming every every weekend. Uh, you know, from here on here on in, uh, we had a few little ones. So we have a procession for St. Joseph this weekend, August fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh uh, is the St. Agrippina feast, uh, and that's on Hanover Street. Uh, August 12th, 13th, and 14th. This is my other feast, Madonna de la Cava. Please come there. I'll be um, selling tickets on Saturday at 12, and uh, we'll be there. We'll be in the club. There's, they always have great entertainment. The Fisherman's Feast, and that's Madonna del Socorso. That's my that's my other, my family's from Shaka. That's August 18th, 19th, 20th, and 21. That's on Fleet and North Street. Uh, the others are on uh, Hanover. And then uh, St. Lucie's. Feast is uh, August 25th, and that's on Endicott and Thatcher Street. That's a Thursday night, and uh, the rest of that weekend is dedicated to St. Anthony. That's the biggest feast, so that's its feast season. Also in Boston, we got Dee's Keys. It's an interactive rock and roll dueling piano show. Uh, mention the Just Steph show and get in for free. The $10 cover is waived. It's super fun there. There's live music. It's a live music brunch on Sundays from 11 to 2.30 at the Industry Bar and Grill at on Adams Street. Now, i got to give a little um, love to the North Shore because I'm a Mepha girl. Don't hate me. Um, Kowloon on Friday night is the Eric Grant Band, and that's they have an outdoor venue. It's uh, supposed to be super fun. And coming up in Medford, Mepha, uh, Boy George and Culture Club on s- September 9th, and Liv- Little River Band October 8th at the Chevalier Theater that used to be the old Mepha High School. Aerosmith is uh, September 8th at Gillette. And listen to this. Coming up this week, Casey and the Sunshine Band is uh, happening. You can get tickets. It's Thursday at uh, Club Casino in Hampton Beach, Friday at the Cape Cod Melody Tent in Hyannis, and Saturday um, it's at the South Shore Music Circus in Cohasset. So if you like Casey and the Sunshine Band, you could just see them all weekend long. So, uh, okay, coming up in Marshfield at the Jetty is the roll. It's 19th Nervous Breakdown. Uh, it's the Rolling Stones kind of stuff. Stuff like it sounds like what we deal with. Night Nervous Breakdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's the Rolling Stone cover band. It's at the Jetty, uh, and in Hull, this is the Tipsy Tuna. Is uh, they they started Memorial Day weekend with live entertainment on Tuesdays. They have karaoke. Thursday this coming Thursday is Tequila Jim. Friday is the Soul Review, and Saturday is Toussaint Reggae. So that's on uh, Friday, Thursday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at the Tipsy Tuna in Hull. Also in Hull is Daddy's uh, Beach Club, and that's Amity is playing on Sunday Fun Day, and they're like rock classics. How fun is that? And, of course, in Quincy, you want to hit Alba for their rooftop bar. Food's great there, too. Right, and they have a place in Hanover. Yeah, have you been to the I Hanover? I haven't one? been to the Hanover one. Yeah, yet, me, but I heard it's great. Right, uh, I've been to the Hanover one. It's fabulous. Yeah, I haven't been to that one, but I just I went. That was my first time uh, last week. Is uh, when I went there, so it was really it was really nice. They have a great rooftop, great f- rooftop bar, and uh, you know it's 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 great. I mean, there's a cute little area. Gotta go. Let's right, all go. it's so fun. <laughs> and of course, you um, Pete's Grill, live '70s and '80s. That's in Quincy, and say hi to Pete and David. For me, and in Plymouth, we have Tavern on the Wharf. They have music all weekend. And coming up in Situate on Friday is Emily Allen. It's at, she's going to be at Untold Brewing. Brewing. 
And in Weymouth, we have Precinct 10 on Friday, Friday and Saturday. Have you guys been to Precinct 10? No. Yeah. You've been, it's so fun. Yeah, yeah. The music is great. I didn't even know they had music. Yeah, Friday and Saturday night, after like 9.30, the lights go down, the DJ comes out, you know, they get disco, they get like, some nights it's, you know, disco, like this past night, week, it was all, yeah, I knew every word to every song. Love so, it. So, yeah, so yeah. super fun. So, are you going to all of these events you just mentioned? Uh, no, not all of them. Oh, okay. You just no. want to make everyone aware. I love that. Yeah, I was right? going to say, damn. Girl. Right? Yeah. So, you know, and where are we? I'm like, where are we for time? Uh, yeah, so we, you know, the, I don't go to everything, but I do want to let people know that these events are happening yeah. and they're some of our favorite people and, and uh, you know, they're, they're great places to go and, I have to be honest, if I haven't been there yet, I will be going because I, I do want to try out these places because yeah. I don't want to tell people to go places that I don't know about. Yeah. So, you know, I like to, you know. But I love how you put this together. It's it's really nice. Well, I think that, you know, for and, and we're going to talk about this next week, too, and I'm, I'm actually going to dedicate an entire show to leisure because the way we spend leisure is really important to our well-being and our wellness and our self-care, whether it's taking a nap uh, going to the spa, working out, having good, you know, like a nice conversation with the friends sitting at the beach or going out to listen to live music and, and, and getting a little energy. Uh, there's a lot to it. And it's really, I think it's really important. Mm -hmm. You know, it's important. So are you doing anything fun this coming weekend? So I just started looking at the calendar because I just got home from my vacation. But I think I'm going to have, um, I think I'm going to have a little barbecue with a friend and Something else popped up today, but it's a weekend where I didn't have anything planned, and I was like, "Oh, good." You know, sometimes I like to just do, do less. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I go less. Right? Yeah. When I have a big week, and this is one of those like three big, yeah, big weeks. So. Well, yeah, and that's the other thing about self-care and about leisure. You know, how you spend leisure, you know, mm -hmm. it it should recharge you. Yeah. You shouldn't be going to work on Monday, you know, so tired right. that you can't function. Although sometimes it's oh, worth so it. The other thing, <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's worth sometimes it. Sometimes it's and worth Mondays, it. Mondays, like I have a lot of friends, like we're all entrepreneurs. Mondays are my day where I like, you know, I unplug. I don't see clients on Mondays. I'm doing my. So it's a day that I can kind of recharge and, and reset. And and the thing I am doing this weekend, which it might be interesting to your viewers, maybe, um, there's an NFT conference in Boston. There was just a big one in New York, and I know it's definitely for some people and not for others, but um, that is happening in Boston, which I'm probably going to go to. Oh, so what is that about? An NFT conference. So it's, um, you know, blockchain. It's really good for artists to um, share their work. I used to run an art gallery in Colorado, so I curated and sold a lot of art. Are we still getting feedback? Yeah, we're just getting feedback. Sorry, everyone, if there's a little bit of extra, extra love tonight. Right. A little, <laughs> a little extra know. noise. Okay, I just moved the. Is, yeah, that was it. I don't know. It's still there. I don't know. I moved it. I moved the microphone. It's still there. Whatever. Okay, that's okay. You know what? We're working out the kinks. It's yeah. week three, people. Yeah. You know, give us. So a NFT is a really great way to. Um, I just consider it sort of like a fringe economy in a way where you can um, have transactions and and people who are, um, you know, maybe up and coming or, or maybe established artists can get their work out to to a different um, audience set. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. All right. So if you have a, you know, if you have a place where uh, you have stuff going on, fun stuff that you want me to report on, 
please send me an email, steph at juststeph.com. I want to thank everybody for coming. So thank you, Megan, for being here. Thank you to Julie Grimm for, for coming. She's She came and left, and she was amazing. And Annie... Annie Joyce, I love thank it. Thank you. So, yeah, thank you so much for um, for coming. Will you guys come back? Yes, absolutely. All right, great. So thank next you, week, Steph. next week, we have Sandy is going to be on. Um, yes, Yay. yes. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to handle it solo, uh, nice. I think, next week. And uh, Sandy's going to be on with me, and uh, we're going to talk about the fun bus. Cool. Yeah, yeah that'll we'll be see. a blast. Yeah, and we'll see yeah. who, who else is going. So, listen, grab my book. Uh, buystephsbook.com uh, you don't want to miss out on that uh, it's lots of great ways to incorporate how to run your family life and business like a Sicilian and you know you know with you know respect loyalty generosity uh, I talk about uh, family the dinner table so there's a lot there you don't want to miss. And, of course, come to Sicily with me if you're ready to transform your life in a, an amazing environment and have fun while doing it. You definitely want to email me, Steph, at JustStuff.com. Join my free Facebook community, Get Real with Just Stuff, and follow me on Instagram at The Real Just Stuff and all my other uh, social media. And don't miss a sexy Monday. See you next week. Know I love you all. Wishing you love balance and peace. Ciao, ciao, baby. Ciao, girls. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Thanks for tuning in to the Just Steph Show. Be sure to make your Monday night sexy every week from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on WATD 95.9. In the meantime, if you are ready to transform your life, shoot me an email at steph at juststeph.com. Tell me what's going on in your life. I want to hear from you.